Harvest Australia Church podcast. We're so glad you're listening today. We pray this blesses you and encourages you. And if you want to get in touch with us or find out more about our ministry, please check out our website or social media. We pray you have a great day. So today I want to talk about investing, not so much about investing money, but just about the principle of investing, because I think there's so much we can learn from good investors about the kingdom. And so today I I really want to just look at the three areas that we invest in our own lives. We invest in God, we invest in ourselves, and we invest in others. It's the three dimensions, if you like, of how we personally invest in life. And, um, and I want to encourage you. I've got numerous Proverbs to read us today. Proverbs is really the book of wisdom. So if you're lacking in wisdom, read Proverbs. I try and read a chapter every day if I can. And um, I still, you know, there's 31 chapters, isn't there, in Proverbs. So 30, there's one for every day of the month, basically. And I've been doing that for a number of years generally consistently, and it's amazing how you get to, a new, get to Proverbs 7 or 8 or 9 and you think, I've never read this one before, but you have many times because the wisdom just keeps emanating from it, doesn't it? And so Proverbs is a great book of wisdom, and Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. This, this is talking about in our lives when we're making decisions, getting good input into our lives. And um, it's an area that when we're talking about investing our lives, we want to make our lives count, don't we? We don't just want our lives to pass us by and momentarily have some good experiences, but overall not really make a difference. Every single one of us is called to make a difference for the kingdom. I know, we'll just pause for the cuteness leaving again. (laughs) Every single one of us is called to make a difference for the king. Every single one of you sitting here this morning has a calling and a destiny in righteousness in the Lord to fulfill. He hasn't missed anyone out. He hasn't bypassed you. He hasn't forgotten about you. He hasn't got something better for the person next to you and something lesser for you. He has great things invested in you. In fact, if you know Jesus here this morning, he has his son invested in you. So he has invested treasure in you and in me that we need to realize, wow, we have something very, very big inside of us. What are we going to do with it? What are we going to do with it? And that's when we start learning about investing. When we start learning about investing, we realize that you always invest in good soil. You invest in good places, in good people, in good movements, in good uh, ideologies. We don't throw our money away. We don't throw our time away into things that are worthless, do we? What, What is worth something to us, we normally invest in. What we value, we invest in. And so when we look at the kingdom and we look at the value of who Jesus is, what he's invested in our lives, we can be assured that our return on our investment will be better than anything else. Anything else. If you place your investment, your life, your energy, your time, your thoughts, your prayers, whatever 
for you looks like resources, place it into his kingdom, into him, and then your return is going to be great. It's a promise of scripture. Let me just read another one on, um, on wisdom. Proverbs 24, 6 says, For by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. Sometimes we try and work things out on our own. We struggle through on our own in life, and maybe we watch a YouTube clip here or we, you know, glean a little bit of uh, encouragement from someone here, but ultimately we never posture ourselves in a position where we're listening. It's one of those great principles in life is to be a great listener will normally breed success. It will normally breed an overflow of goodness and good stuff happening. Because when we're a good listener, we're taking on wisdom, aren't we? We don't have to take on everything everyone says, but we're receiving counsel. And that's what Proverbs is talking about here. That in an abundance of counsel, we will gain the victory. So if you're struggling, if you're confused, if you don't know what to do with life, seek out some people who look really wise. Bald men normally look wise. I mean, Jill looks wise, doesn't she? She just looks wise. She's not bold. She's not bold. And she's not a man. It's true. If we want to learn how to invest our lives well, follow people who do it well. Look to people who do it well. It's all well and good to say, oh, I'm going to pray on that. And, and, and of course, Sometimes we don't, when, even when we're gonna, we say we're going to do that. But it's just an avoidance tactic to actually hearing the truth from someone. Because someone's actually got a truth bomb they want to give us and that we really need. And we say, oh, that's okay for you. I'm just going to you know, fast and pray on it. And off we go to Maccas and we don't even pray. <laughs> but in life... If we learn to actually take on that good counsel, it's something that Karen and I have really, you know, for 20 years, we've made sure we do all the time. Even this week, I was out with another pastor from a great church out north, and I just said to him, look, can I come? Uh, even if it's just 20 minutes, I just want a little bit of your time. I can see God's doing great things in, in their lives and in their ministry, and, and uh, it's flourishing. And so I want a little bit of that. If you want a little bit of that, hang around wise people. Hang around successful people. Hang around people who are doing things better than you are. And it's something that we do all the time, and we just glean off them. They don't know we're sponging off them, but we're just sponging. You know, I'm taking notes. I said to the, I said to the pastor, it was Tony Rainbow from Victory Church. Some of you would have heard about him. But I said to him, hey, do you mind just slowing down? I'm just going to take some notes while you're talking. Because he's, I mean, he's, he is one serious leader. And, uh, and, you know, God's using him mightily. And so I wanted to get this stuff down. But, you know, my little sausage fingers couldn't type so fast. And so I was sort of doing this, trying to get down the notes of what he was saying. So afterwards, I sort of, you know, wrote myself some notes. But, but this is what you do when you want to become a good investor, is you invest in yourself even through other people. Because other people have a lot of wisdom that you and I need. And so we can freely access that freely access that. And it's amazing how much free wisdom there is out there if we will just stop and listen and ask. It's incredible how much wisdom there is. And it will save us from a whole lot of struggles, a whole lot of struggles. Um, 
It's something that we often remember in, in certain aspects of our life where we didn't do that and we look back and go, ah, oh, man, we should have just sought counsel or we should have actually listened to counsel or we should have listened to the silence. We should have listened to the void of a yes. Do you know what I mean? The void of a yes, because sometimes we're so quick to rush in and actually do things and want to accomplish things, but there's no real green light. There's no yes on it, but we step in anyway, and what does it bear? It bears barren fruit. I know that's not a thing, but you know what I mean. It's a barren tree. It's a, it's a barren plan. So Proverbs 27, 23 says, Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. What this is talking about is investing and be diligent with your plans of what God's given you. It's something that it's something that I take serious of course in finances and in that area and that area interests me and and I enjoy that but also with our time and with our resources, spirit, soul and body. So when we're talking about investing in ourselves Often we just leave it at investing in God. Oh, we have to pray, we have to fast, we have to come to church, we have to do all these certain things. But then we forget about God actually wants to transfer all of that good stuff into our being, into who we are, how we talk, how we think, so that we actually are influencers of our region with the treasure chest of investment that he has inside of us. And so our spirit, soul, and body are all very important, important to bring about this release of the kingdom. But if we don't invest in those three areas, we won't reap a harvest. What you sow, you reap. The Bible says almost you're crazy if you don't get that principle. Of course, what you sow, you reap. I was reading in the Passions Translation um, yesterday and today, Matthew 12, 33. And I hope I get it right. But it basically says... The fruit defines the tree. The fruit, fruit defines the tree. It's very simple. It's very simple, but it's a different way of looking at it. The fruit, fruit defines the tree. So when we, when we want good counsel from people, we look at people who are bearing good fruit, not just who talk about fruit. There's a lot of horticultural Christians who talk a lot of knowledge but don't evidence the kingdom fruit. We want to drink and eat from people, wisdom, who actually are evidencing the fruit, evidencing the fruit, who walk with Jesus, who do read scripture, who have knowledge and wisdom and understanding, but also walk with Jesus in a way where they love like Jesus. They actually react like Jesus. That's the hard one, isn't it? That's the hard one. React like Jesus. I'm with Peter chopping off ears. You know, I'm still there. I'm still there. But that's, that's who we want to be around, isn't it? Spirit, soul, and body. How are we investing the treasure that's in us, already invested in us, into our spirit, soul, and body? It's something that, of course, we take much more seriously these days in looking at our lives and making sure that we actually relate to Jesus and that he is real in our spirit, soul, and body. Not just in a prayer meeting, but actually in our lives, with our family, with our families, with people, in relationships, with our health, our bodies. These things, th this is the temple, remember? And, and so these things are kingdom principles that make a huge difference on your return, on your investment. We all have one body, 
to invest in. Invest good stuff in it. Invest good stuff in it. And when we invest good stuff in it, we reap a harvest from it. And like Ryan, we can run a marathon. <laughs> Proverbs 21.20 says, The wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp theirs down. The wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp theirs down. This is talking about investing in our lives, investing in who we are. Invest good stuff in. Invest good stuff into your spirit in the morning, at night, on the treadmill, whatever whatever it looks like for you. Invest Jesus into your day. Invest him into your decisions. Invest him into tomorrow into your plans and your purposes, and you're sure to get a good return. But if you don't, you probably won't get that kind of return. You'll get your own return. And I know that I've made enough mistakes throughout my life and and some big ones that I know what it looks like to get my own return, my own return. I've told this story many times, but when we had the manufacturing business, um, I can still remember the day when... um, a particular project was being announced and, and out of sheer um, pride, <laughs> um, I used to have a nickname, Smug. You'd never believe it, would you? <laughs> I, this side didn't get that. Is that a <laughs> um, anyway, I can remember the day when... when Basically, out of confidence and knowing that in my own ability I can win a job, I went ahead and won it. And it was the worst thing I could have ever done. It was just a nightmare project. Uh, We lost millions of dollars on that project. And it caused a whole lot of stress. So sometimes reaping a harvest or a return from the flesh is not going to bring blessing. But actually, when when we sow in the Spirit, we reap in the Spirit. And that's the harvest we want, isn't it? That's the harvest every single person here wants. Even if we don't know how to put it in in words, we want to reap from the Spirit. We want to reap from the kingdom things. We want to reap good things, godly things. And so spirit, soul, and body are very important. The last one is our relationships, investing in relationships. This sometimes becomes the hardest area of our lives because maybe we've had some, some issues or breakdowns or, you know, train wrecks along the way. That's okay. Just about everyone in the room has probably had a train wreck relationship before. Uh, it, it can be close relationships, near relationships. This is navigating life, isn't it? And if all of us were honest, we'd say, hey, sometimes we've stuffed up. Sometimes we've got it wrong. Sometimes someone else has got it wrong. And this is life. This is the journey of life. It is the messy bits. And so working out, how do we not let that happen again? How do we not let that same pattern occur in my life? is about investing in good relationships. It'll help if we've got good counsel. It'll help if we're investing from uh, in God uh, in our daily time with him and our relationship with him. And it will help if we're investing in our spirit, soul, and body because we won't have as much anxiety and we won't be as stressed and, we won't, and we'll feel clearer and, and stronger. But then we'll actually activate the kingdom through our relationships. I believe that God moves so powerfully in his kingdom through us, 
through our relationships. Yes, he moves in signs, wonders, and miracles, and, and we love all of that stuff, and in movements and, and services. But if you think about it, most people get saved because someone made contact with them. Most people get to know Jesus or get healed or, or have a good upbringing in their faith through a relationship. The kingdom moves through relationship. So when we are big in our relationships and we invest in good relationships, we can expect a good return. But if we're investing in bad relationships, if we have toxic stuff coming in, toxic return from different people, they're the things we need to get out of our lives. Because we, what we sow, we will reap. If we sow toxicity, criticism, negativity, then we are going to reap criticism and negativity. Um, it's one of those principles that we cannot, we cannot ignore. That in our lives, if we want to be successful, we must have a positive spirit. We must have a positive spirit. And that goes for even in areas where our natural inclination maybe doesn't lead us to have a positive spirit. Maybe we have, have an upbringing where, uh, you know, a certain type of person or a certain, you know, for me it was soccer players. I'm sorry, it was just, you know, AFL and soccer, you know. So, um, and so, but now I've, I've been healed of that and I like the game of soccer. And we have some good soccer players here, so... But obviously, you didn't get raised under that AFL um, strong militant banner, so you don't understand what I'm talking about, because I think I just lost everyone here. But anyway, sometimes we've had things that have affected us in our upbringing, in our life, that have made us have mindsets that aren't actually godly. They're not actually right, but we've been brought up thinking they're right, because that's how we were brought up. Or maybe different life experiences have taught us to behave a certain way. Maybe we've had learnt behaviour or, or offended or rejected or whatever it might be. And that's the way we begin to live our lives and, and actually behave. This is not necessarily the kingdom. And so I want to leave you with that nugget today about having investing in these three areas. But the key one of the keys is really keeping a positive spirit. If we keep a positive spirit, investing in our spirit is much easier. If we keep a positive spirit, when we see someone that we used to criticize and we bless them, we get blessed. We get blessed. So our return is 100%. If we bless that person, we get a 100% return because we get blessed too. Why? Our spirits feel right. Our spirits feel right. That's the kingdom of God, isn't it? It's the kingdom of God. And so I want everyone to understand this morning. I'm just going to get the band to come up. And Lord, we thank you this morning that you're here with us, that you want to sharpen us, you want to strengthen us. Lord, we pray that this week you would help us invest into you. And Lord Jesus, I pray for anyone here who may be struggling or not understanding or in a, in a zone of confusion in their lives, Lord, that you would lift that confusion off them this morning. You would bring clarity. You would bring peace. That your voice would speak clearly into our spirits this morning of your acceptance. What I sense just as I'm praying that is that there's some of you who feel like maybe there has been a few train wrecks, maybe one, maybe a few. 
and you're not quite sure how to move past those train wrecks. And I just sort of hear the Lord saying this morning that he, he's, he's removed them. They're long gone. He's removed them already. Now let, let your soul catch up. Let your soul catch up to the fact that he's removed them. Yes, there's wisdom for next time. Yes, there's other things that may be helpful next time. But don't be limited by the mistakes of the past. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence here this morning. If you have pain in your body right now, put your hand on that area. And I just want to pray quickly into that right now. Jesus, we thank you that you're our healer. You're our savior. And we ask right now, Lord Jesus, that you would walk into this room with your manifest healing touch. And you would release healing upon every area of sickness, pain, disease. We bind sickness. We bind disease, pain, arthritis, heart issues, back issues, stiff joints, headaches, migraines, depression, all sickness in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. We just release healing right now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name. Healing fire release right now. Healing fire. Healing fire. Healing in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you.